I'm Faye Rowlands. It is appealing. Everything the traffic will allow. No where could you have that happy feeling when you are stealing that extra bow? There's no people like show people. They smile when they are low. Yesterday they told you you would not go far. That night you opened and there you. Stay on your dressing room, they found a star. Let's go on with our show. Musical introduction like that. This could only be Break a Leg. My name is Ian Cheeseman. All things theatrical and musical theatre each and every week. Uh, always packed full of guests and always with great music as well. In the second hour of today's show, we'll be featuring music by the Sherman Brothers. Now, if you don't know who they are, then they are two of the geniuses that were involved in so many of the great Disney films, particularly of latter year. Also, more recently, the musical Aladdin, which I'm sure you'll enjoy locally in the not-too-distant future because it's due to appear in Manchester on tour either at the end of 2023 or into 2024, if not in Manchester, somewhere nearby because it's going to come to the UK. It's been on Broadway for ages and I saw it last week. It was brilliant. And also the musical Get On Your Feet, which is a biopic of Gloria Estefan. So more of that a little bit later on. But my guests in the first hour will be Benjamin Durham, who plays Winnie the Pooh at the Opera House between the 24th and the 27th of July and also one of the organisers and some of the cast of Thameside Youth Drama Group's performances of Shrek which will be at the Hyde Festival Theatre from the 20th to the 22nd of July but to get us underway I thought uh, a show that is on in, Manche- in Manchester at the moment which is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory it will be appearing at the uh, the Palace Theatre in Manchester until the 30th of July, so plenty of time to see that, the whole of next week and the whole of the week after as well. And from that musical, here is Pure Imagination. Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination Take a look and you'll see Into your imagination Welcome aboard my great glass elevator Wow! Push that button The one marked, don't push Just the one Something crazy's going to happen now, isn't it? How did you guess? We'll begin with a spin Traveling in the world of my creation What you see will defy explanation Where are we going? Up! Up! around and view it Anything you want to do it Want to change the world There's nothing to it 
Time to open your eyes and take a look around. There is no life I know to compare with pure imagination. Living here, you'll be free if you truly wish to be. Look, Charlie, down there, my factory, do you see? Yes, Mr. Wonka. I love my chocolate factory, Charlie. I love it more than anything else in the world. So do I, Mr. Wonka. So do I. Well, I'm very glad you said that. I'm very glad indeed. Do you want to know why? Why? Because my chocolate factory is your special prize. But, Mr. Wonka, why would you want to give away your factory? Oh, I'm an old man, Charlie. I'm a lot older than you think. I can't keep running my factory forever. I've got to give it to someone new. And that someone, Charlie, is you. If you want to view paradise, simply look around and view it. Anything you want to do it. Want to change the world, there's nothing to it. Living there, you'll be free if you truly wish to be. Pure imagination from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which is at the Palace Theatre in Manchester until the 30th of July. Now, in a moment, we're going to meet Benjamin Durham. You may have heard the first part of the interview that I did with him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Benjamin is the actor and performer who portrays Winnie the Pooh in Winnie the Pooh, which is in Manchester at the Opera House, and it runs from the 24th to the 27th of July. Before we meet him, though, here is that tune. And this is very appropriate, because I told you in the second hour of the show today, we'll be featuring the music of the Sherman Brothers. They've done so many great songs down the years, including the theme tune to Winnie the Pooh. Little cup. 
written by the Sherman Brothers. That is the theme tune to Winnie the Pooh and uh, all the other songs, of course, like There's Nothing Quite Like Tiggers and all that, all written by the Sherman Brothers. Much more from them in the second hour of the show. Now, coming to the Opera House in Manchester from the 24th to the 27th of July is Winnie the Pooh, the show, and Benjamin Durham plays the part of Pooh. Now, a couple of weeks ago, you might have heard the first part of my interview with Benjamin, who talks a little bit about the show and uh, what's in it, and obviously it is a family entertainment show. I'm sure you'll enjoy it, particularly if you take the kids along. I haven't got any kids anymore, so I don't have that excuse, but I might go along and watch it anyway. Uh, but Benjamin has been telling me, uh, as, as many people ask me as well, how do you get into this industry? How do you how do you do this? So I asked him that very question, and here is his answer. Well, personally, I'd say winging it. <laughs> There's, um, it's definitely something that I've always gone, oh, I, I love this, and I've got a real passion for it. Um, growing up, I started just as a bit of an actor, really, as, as sort of that sort of five, six, seven, eight, being like, oh, I like I like pretending. Um, later came the singing, um, and then around sort of my early teens, I sort of had the mindset of going, oh, actually, I really like musical theatre. If I want to do that, I should probably learn to dance as well. And sort of coming as a, a culmination of bringing together and, and weaving in sort of different skills and different attributes and, and sort of really sort of putting in the hours and, and spending the time to go, oh, if I if I keep trying, I keep sort of working towards it, not necessarily saying that, you know, a career in this is, is the end goal. It's, well, that's what I'd like to do. But if I make sure that I'm sort of constantly working towards it and constantly putting in, in the hours at the level that I am currently, then maybe that door next will open again. And I've very, very luckily and very fortunate to have, have sort of held that ethos and kept working and, and those doors have kept opening. Um, I'm lucky to have gone from, from Stoke-on-Trent and doing amateur theatre and, and going through there and then going to, oh, I did get an offer to drama school. So so then working hard again there to then just keep just keep pushing on, really. There's, um, keep, you know, keep striving without an idea of going, well, I have to achieve this. It's working incredibly hard where you are and hopefully the next door opens for for continuing as a sports journalist as i am um i'm fascinated by people like pep guardiola i'm a city fan uh, being able to recharge people to keep their motivation to keep producing their absolute best you work in an industry where nothing less than the absolute best is acceptable every time you work on stage who motivates you and how how do you achieve that over and over again what a question um I think I think there's a certain amount of audience in seeing that what we can create gives gives to other people. I think um, 
storytelling is an innate part of, of the human quality uh, and is something that ha- has lived through years and centuries and, and millennia that we constantly bask in, sto- in storytelling and, and giving to others. Um, I think the idea and the joy of being able to share and emote and create emotion is something that personally drives me to, to jump forward and want to, want to do that and want to do that to, to the very best ability. I mentioned before that I did a talk last night and just before I went and did a, this talk, uh, I won't go into the details, but I got a phone call. It was a bit of a family crisis. And then a few seconds later, I stood in front of an audience for an hour and performed full of energy and animation. That must happen to you. That must happen to other people as well. How do you cope in that? How, how do you switch that light on and put the world away for a little while? There's, yeah, I mean, there's certain techniques and there's certain um, there's certain things where you go, okay, what is, uh, as I say, earlier, the yawn with, with Pooh, there's certain things where we go, right, okay, this is me stepping into this, into his world, into the world of the Hundred Acre Woods, um, breathing to sort of drop out of that sort of thing. Um, something that me and Jake, uh, the guy that shared the role of, of Pooh down here in London, we've talked about a lot is sort of the way that you deal with the energy of it, the the energy of receiving a certain type of news or the, the energy that you bring into the building, into the theatre as you come in from a day, let's, let's get that physically going. Let's change that into a, into a physical motion that you then have a physical energy that you can then harness into a character, into a performance, going, okay, that is something that I've come in with and something that is, is a part of my life. And, and as soon as the, the curtain goes down, we're back on stage and we're into our own clothes, it is back with us. But, harnessing that energy and sort of changing that into something physical to then put into into the creation of, of the character. In very general terms, there is a buzz that you get from being on stage. What do you do to come down from that and how long does it take? It usually involves stepping back, having something to eat, having a chat and talking to people. I think, I think talking, communicating still, not on the grand scale of theatre and performance, but being able to communicate with, with other people, the fellow castmates, uh, people in your life is is definitely a way of going, okay, we've gone we've gone from this high top end buzz to let's find let's find the middle point before, you know, getting home and going to sleep. <laughs> Have you ever been in a position, this is very specific really to winning the poo and this story, but when, when you come off stage and you come out of the stage door, are there families, there are kids, there waiting to meet you? And are they thrown by the fact that by the time they see you, you're back in your civvies and look normal and, and, and maybe they don't even notice you? How does that work for you? There, there is an element of that where they go, oh, oh, so, oh, so you're poo. You're, you were, you're who I've watched for, um, the last hour, hour and fifteen, um, and we've we've definitely had that with a few kids. Sort of whilst we've been here in London, of, of meeting them and having fellow castmates' families come in and they're like, "Oh, so you were? Oh, brilliant!" I, to be fair, I was just watching the puppet, <laughs> um, and I think there is a lot of that. But that's sort of what we're trying to trying to go for, really. If if we're sort of doing the job and the puppeteering that they are just watching. Uh, the puppet Pooh, the Tigger, the Eeyore, the Owl, the Rabbit, Kanga, Pegler, uh, if they're just being watched and so being brought into the story, then take it, take it as a job done and I'll, I'll smile and carry on my mer- merry way as myself afterwards. <laughs> I'll say this is the most diplomatic way that I can, but my son once spent a summer at Disney World mm. um, being the friend of, um, of, of, of Goofy and Tigger, actually, for, for a little while, and he had to sign autographs 
Um, obviously, I'm talking about Tigger and uh, and and Goofy. Do you have to do that? Do you have to do a? Do you ever do that as as Pooh? We don't. We've got a few. We do meet and greets currently here in in Riverside at, at London. So we get the opportunity for a few sort of members of the audience to come up and to to meet us and well meet Pooh and Pooh and friends and chatting and and sort of um, engaging there. Um, we've not had to do any. No, I don't know the Pooh signature, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably do it myself for you. <laughs> uh, now, you've obviously been in other shows, and you're currently in this one, um, but um, I always ask my guests about their own favourite musical, um, and, it, and it doesn't have to be something you've been in, it can just be something that you love, and and then on the basis of whatever you say, I'm going to play your favourite song from that musical. So there's your, cha- your next challenge. Ooh, what a question. Um, I... I'm the kind of person that listens to a lot and loves lots of different things. I think the the big show that I'm really sort of loving at the moment um, is Big Fish. Um, and my favourite song from that is probably Fight the Dragons. So I'm going to play that for you now and thank you very much for your interview. And okay. obviously you're on a radio show called Break a Leg, so it's natural for me to say, <laughs> Benjamin, break a leg. Thank you very much. I remember you can see Winnie the Pooh at the Opera House 24th to the 27th of July. And Fight the Dragons from Big Fish the Musical was a song selected by Benjamin Durham, who plays Winnie the Pooh. So here is his request. I've never been a man who lived in office life. I've never been a man behind a desk. I've always been a man who said that staying still is playing dead The kind who's looking forward to the challenges ahead People say that's irresponsible People tell me stay at home But I'm not made for things like mowing lawns or apron strings I'm my best when not at rest And I storm the castles And I win a battle or two Then comes the day it's time I'm packing up and I'm bringing all my stories home to you All I can see is miles ahead with miles to go All I can feel is wind and sun and sky Stop for a coffee, make a friend And pray the day will never end Cause there's one more adventure Waiting round another bend Where I fight the dragons And I storm the castles And I win a battle or two But then a feeling comes Like 50,000 drums all banging Bring my stories home to you Exactly what you think of where I've been Do you know I joined the circus Met a mermaid, fought a war Do you know I think of you through thick and thin Because even though I'm making deals And bringing people joy I'm usually only thinking of my boy Out there on the road I pray 
Let's fight the dragons and then storm the castles till we win what needs to be won. So when I'm old and tired, you'll do the job required. You'll be there telling stories to your son. Live and local across the Ribble Valley, 106.7. This is Ribble FM. I'm Ian Cheeseman and this is Break a Leg, all things theatrical and musical theatre each and every week. Feel free to reach out to me, particularly on social media. You'll find me on Facebook or you can find me on Twitter at Ian Cheeseman and my direct messages are always open. So if you're involved in a local production or a professional production or you're an actor or performer and you'd love to talk to me about your life and career or the performances that you're putting on, I would love to hear from you and it's dead, dead easy. We can do it these days on Zoom, so you can be at home doing it on your laptop or whatever, and you can tell us all about your passion. I would love to hear from you. Now, locally, Thameside Youth Drama Group are performing Shrek the Musical from the 20th to the 22nd of July at Hyde Festival Theatre. In a few moments, you'll... uh, You'll meet some of the kids involved in the production and also Rachel, who's the director and one of the instigators of the whole group. Fantastic people to meet. But first from Shrek the Musical, this is the professional version, of course, is I'm a Believer. Come on, y'all! Then I saw her face. I'm Macy Joe and I play Princess Fiona. I'm Aiden and I play Shrek. I'm Ava and I play Donkey. I'm Ned and I play Lord Farquaad. So these are four of the stars of Shrek the Musical. Um, tell me a little bit about what you do and why you're doing this. I mean, you obviously have a passion for musical theatre, but why are you here? Why are you giving up your free time? 
Um, I've always loved musical theatre. I've been doing it for about eight years now and it's just always something I've been very passionate about, so I'd love to do it. Is Shrek a musical you've seen? Uh, yes, it is, so but is only it... when I was very young. So when you got this part, is this like a bit of a dream part? Yeah. Or would you have preferred a different part? Or I've always wanted to be Fiona, yeah. What makes it special? I don't know. I've always loved the film Shrek, so I've always wanted to be Fiona. <laughs> yeah. And you're playing Shrek... So tell me about that. What, what, why are you here? What, what gives you the motivation? Because you could be at home with your feet up playing on a PlayStation or something, but you're not. You're here. Why? Well, I've always wanted to be an actor, and, well, this is really a sort of dream come true because it's really the first, like, main role that I've got apart from our show last year. And, yeah, it's just... Can you sing? Uh, hopefully I can. <laughs> do you have to do any dancing in this? I mean, what, what's involved in it? Uh, well, it's uh, obviously dancing and singing uh, with acting as well, uh, obviously. But, uh, yeah, it's just... Uh, just a, it's yeah, a just, passion, is it? Yeah, I mean, do, do your friends, when you go to school and whatnot, do they think, oh, he's one of them weird people who are doing theatre? Or, or do they go, wow, wow, you're on stage, you're doing theatre? Which What sort of reaction do you get? Uh, I usually just get uh, normal reaction, just like, I don't think re- people really mind that much but still I try and tell them get excited about it and all that but yeah it's really just what's the yeah. best bit of this for you is it the rehearsals is it is it the performance you, is it all about the, the the big week when you're on stage yeah I love the actual being on the show it's really fun and like it's really exciting every single night because it's like a different audience and yeah you're only young, so when your parents or your friends or anybody that you know come and watch, is it harder to do it than when you're in rehearsals? I get a bit nervous, but it's good because, yeah, like, I know they're watching me and supporting me. And again, some of the questions I've asked before, why are you here? Because you could be doing all sorts of other things, couldn't you? Including just putting your feet up. I just love drama and it's really fun to be here and everyone's really nice and it's just really fun. Tell me about why theatre's special to you because I absolutely love theatre. I love watching it. I have been on stage myself. So what is it? What gives you the buzz to do this? It's just really exciting when you do the actual show, all the lights and when when you get to you can meet lots of friends and yeah, it's just something really exciting. Do you rather do this than Play football out on the field or anything like that. You don't like football, that's fair enough. But you could be doing anything else, couldn't you? Yeah, but I've proud to do drama, to be honest, because I really like it. And I mean, yeah. Is it something you think when you get older, you might take up or try to take up professionally? Because it's a tough profession, isn't it? Yes, 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 yes. I would definitely want to be an actor when I'm older. Who are the people you admire? Have you got anybody that you particularly admire? No. No, you're just going to be you. Yeah. <laughs> any of you three got anybody that you particularly admire that you look up to? Oh, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. I'd love to be like Julia Roberts. Yeah. And you know there's a musical called Pretty Woman, which is... I went and saw that recently, You went and saw actually, that? Yeah. What do you think of it? It was amazing, I loved it, yeah. And I believe it's going to come on tour to Manchester soon. It's closing down in the West End. Yeah. Uh, that's some, I bet you'd love to play that part, wouldn't you? Definitely, yeah. Have you got any, anything you've watched that you'd love to do? Um, uh, there's a lot to choose yeah, from. I do know that. From, <laughs> uh, but probably I've always wanted to play um, Mr. Wormwood from Matilda because I've always loved that musical and uh, just felt I've been told that I would be good for it. So 
Oh, I just wanted to be that part. Well, that's yeah. another great musical. Have you got any aspirations or any favourite actors, people that you think, oh, I'd love to be her? Um, I really like the person who plays Donkey. It's very good. And I'd really like to go and watch it one day, like actually see it. So this is the people. perfect role for you then, because you're playing the donkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have to wear makeup and everything? I notice you've got long hair. Yeah. Do they, do they do that in a particular way then for you? Um, I think I'm going to wear, like, full donkey makeup, and I might be wearing, like, a big head. I could be very glib here and say you'll look like an ass when you finish that because donkeys are sort of asses, aren't they? Yeah. So you know I'm not really being offensive. And you, what, what's the character you're playing again? Lord Farquaad. Who's quite a sort of, he's that one who's dead small, isn't he? And you're not that small, so how do you play that part? Knees. <laughs> Hands, knees and bumpsy daisy. So are you all looking forward to this? Yeah. Yeah? Everybody wants to come and watch it, yeah? Yeah. Great. Well, good luck. Break a leg. And thanks for chatting to me. Thank you. Some of the enthusiastic, passionate and talented kids involved in the Thameside Drama Group's version of Shrek at Hyde Festival Theatre from the 20, 20th to the 22nd of July. We'll, we'll, we'll meet the guru and the, the, the person in charge of it all, the director, Rachel, in just a moment. Well, first, I went along to one of the rehearsals of this particular show and two of the performers, Shrek and, of course, Fiona, who is his love in the show, um, played by the two two of the youngsters you just heard from, actually performed a song just for me. Well, not just for me, for you as well. Here it is. There are things you don't know, you know, about me, about how rough I had it. What, did you know shampoo a couple of times? I mean, about my life. In that cushy tower of yours. Cushy? Are you kidding? I had nothing in that tower Fighting boredom by the hour Princess lonely, walking circles I had only Bare essentials army caught a hot plate and a chamber pot And every morning I would boil it No choice, I had no toilet Just a view of devastation Out one window, isolation In my bedroom and very little headroom Twenty years I sat and waited I'm very dedicated On the walls the days were added Luckily those walls were padded So I think I got you beat I think I got you beat Yeah, 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 yeah I think I got you beat I think I got you beat Oh, that was a sad story, but I've heard better I'm just saying A for effort Thanks for playing Sad to see a princess suffer But I had it rougher Like when a mob with torches Burn my riches See the scorches you're just whiny I had a flaming hiney As I fled I had to wonder If I were torn asunder Would an ogre go to heaven Did I mention I was seven So I think I got you beat I think I got you beat Yeah, 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 yeah I think I got you beat I think I got you Whoopsie Better than it I always say
think I got you beat. I think I got you beat. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I got you beat. I think I got you beat. Hi, so my name's Rachel. I am the principal of Tameside Youth Drama Group. Um, I'm also the director of Shrek, the musical that we're doing for our summer production. And we're here at a school in Tameside, and this is where you're doing all your rehearsals, etc. Are all the kids, the children that are in this show, all drawn from this school, or is it from the area? How does it work? Um, no, absolutely not. They're all from different parts of Tameside. Um, so they all travel in. We do have some that come to this school, but mostly they're all for all over Tameside. What's your motivation for doing this? Is this just something to tick off on your CV or is it because you've got a passion for theatre or youngsters? Just just give us an idea of what makes you want to do this. Um, I actually, it's quite personal to me because I actually came here when I was about 12. I came to this school and then I saw the drama group. I came when I was about 12, was in lots of the productions um, then was encouraged to go on to the teaching side. I was a little bit of a rebellious teenager, I'm not going to lie. And I think the drama group kind of steered me in a direction of teaching um, and I found a passion for that, which I'm now a qualified teacher as a grown up um so i think you know it's a real uh, it's a it's a place where you belong you find where you belong at this drama group um, i'm passionate about theater passionate about musical theater passionate about working with children so i think the whole combination of it and yes we are volunteers and yes people think we're mad and crazy that we would volunteer all these hours but we absolutely love it and we are a little family I used to get involved with uh, the Junior Blues, which were a, a young group at, at Manchester City Football Club, and we used to do an annual pantomime, and it was all kids who were City fans who would come down and they would give up for, I don't know, three or four months every single Sunday, and then when it got a bit nearer the time, they would increase that. But these kids first passion was for football and the second passion was for theatre you've got kids whose first passion and only passion I guess in this group <laughs> is theatre, does that make them better more talented do you think than, than the kids who are doing it for other reasons N- not at all no, I think anybody could give you know have a go at it, absolutely I think theatre is for everybody and I think if you're passionate about something and you want to give it a go, it's not just about having a polished performance for us absolutely not, it's about them making friendships, it's about building confidence confidence you don't need to be i can't you know i'm not the best singer in the world but i'll give it a go and it's about confidence friendships a sense of belonging and i think that's what they get here at this group you won't believe this but i was quite a shy kid so standing in front (laughs) of uh, people and talking would have been something that i would have been scared of tonight i talked to a group of kids without even batting an eyelid because i've got used to it these are the skills that you're teaching these kids, actually, aren't they? Because not all of yeah. them will end up even in and I'm drams, let alone professional yeah. theatre, will they? Absolutely. And I think the lovely thing about this group, I mean, one of, for example, Donkey, she's been with us since she was very young, um, very shy, very quiet. And, you know, you couldn't, we couldn't, tonight she's performing for you, confidence, um, willing to come and do an interview. You know, two, three years ago, we wouldn't have been able to get her to do that. The confidence that comes watching these children as they grow, as we nurture them through the group, is absolutely fantastic for us to be part of that. What's the reason you've chosen Shrek the Musical? Um, I personally did not choose Shrek the Musical, although I absolutely love it. We always let the children choose their show. Um, We talked a lot about it. I told them it was on in Manchester. I said they might give us a run for the money, and they said, we're better. (laughs) We're going to go for it. We'll give them a run for the money. Um, They chose Shrek. They wanted to go with it. Um, We were a bit umming and ahhing, and do you know what? 
they they were absolutely right i mean i'm so glad that we've given them the choice we've put it in their hands because now they're so passionate about the show because they've chosen it and now that we're getting to what nearer and nearer anyway to show night um there's all the benefits that you've just spoken about about self-confidence and 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 everything like that but there is also the performance and the people who come some of them will be friends and relatives and some will just be people that like shrek the musical or like musical theater or whatever um, are you confident that when they sit in that, that audience, they're going to see something really good? Absolutely. 100% confident. I've got so much confidence in our children because um, even when things go wrong, we had a show where we had somebody very poorly um, who played a main principal part in the last panto, and I had to step in and play that role. And the kids, they were so... They looked after me. They showed me the ropes. They know exactly what they're doing. And if you get down to Hyde Festival Theatre and you watch Shrek, you'll be blown away by the professionalism of these children and the talent that is on that stage. When's it on? Oh, so we are running at Hyde Festival Theatre the 20th to the 22nd of July. We have evening performances and we also have a Saturday matinee. And tickets are considerably cheaper than they are in the West End and Broadway, aren't they? They absolutely are. We want to make it affordable for families. I mean, I grew up in Hyde Festival Theatre, not in there, but, you know, going to the shows there. Um, And, you know, it was a place that we could afford to go. Um, It was very reasonably priced and it's very close to our heart. So we keep the tickets as low as we can afford to do to ensure that those families can come and enjoy musical theatre. Well, obviously, I'm going to say break a leg to you and the whole of the, the people who are in this show. But one last question, which I ask to lots of people, from the famous to the to the performers to anybody. What's your favourite musical? Forget Shrek. What's your favourite musical? Blood Brothers. Absolutely Blood Brothers. Love it. And have you got really a favourite song from that show? Oh, tell me it's not true. <laughs> I was tell me it's not true. Definitely hands down. I was. We did a little extract from it when I was about thirteen here at the drama group. Um, oh, and it was absolutely fantastic. I loved it, and that's where that's the love that I got. And they, then they did a trip here, and it was the first time that I ever got as a little girl to go to Manchester to watch a big show because the, the drama group paid for it. So we'll gave play us that, that chance. just for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'll be singing along. <laughs> I just love the work of people like Rachel. You just heard from and the youngsters do and the way it brings everybody together not everybody's going to be a west end or broadway star but it doesn't half boost the confidence and the energy of everybody involved speaking of which in a moment you're going to hear some exclusive songs from rogers the musical now if you are in the marvel empire if you're a fan of the marvel films you'll know all about it i'll tell you much more about it in a moment or two but first of all just for rachel tell me it's not true from blood brothers Tell me it's not true Say it's just a story Something on the news Tell me it's not true Say it's 
the Ribble Valley. We are Ribble FM. Now how about this for an exclusive? I'm Ian Cheeseman by the way and this is Break a Leg all things theatrical and musical theatre. A couple of weeks ago I was lucky enough to be in California. In fact I was at one of the Disney theme parks called California Adventure and on the day that I was there with my family a new musical yes a musical opened called Rogers the Musical. Now, if you happen to have seen Hawkeye, the Disney Plus TV series, you will have noticed that in that particular, uh, or one of the episodes of that particular series, Rogers the Musical was referred to. It's a fictitious musical about Steve Rogers, who is, of course, uh, Captain America. Well, they've turned it into a proper musical. It's 35 minutes long, and I was there on the very, very first performance. thousand people in the auditorium. It was great. And so exclusively for you here is the very first song from that musical and with more to come Girls, I- 
the very first performance of it. Uh, Rhys Thomas was the director of uh, the original Hawkeye show that introduced this concept, and here's what he's got to say about it. It was Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman. I got to work with them and, and um, in conceiving it, and, uh, and yeah, you know, it was, it, it, it was a full theatrical production, which, again, I pitched it instantly early on as just it felt like a really amusing way to meet Clint. And and then yes, I kind of also tried quickly backtracking because I suddenly I was like, wait, what are you talking about? Like you're gonna have to, we gotta write music and we gotta go stage it and build like it's a whole thing. And also it's like an MCU musical, so what are fans gonna want? And uh, so yeah, you sort of panic. But um, Kevin Feige really sort of took hold of it and and wanted to do it, and so so there we were. And uh, uh, yeah, we, we you know again I wanted to treat it like a real Broadway production. So you know you bring in real. Broadway performers and 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 kind of go for it. I mean, my job was to try and keep that absurdity alive as well, which is why you know that's my excuse for why it's not that good. <laughs> oh, it's it's great! Please tell me there's an extended cut of that that we could get at some point. Fingers crossed. I mean, uh, yeah, we we had a great fun shooting it, um, and yes, I, I hope that this you know maybe everybody can petition um, Marvel and uh, and it can it can evolve. Well, it did. That was Rhys Thomas, the director of the show where it all started. Here are two more songs from Rogers the Musical, exclusively for you. End of the line in a moment, which is brilliant, but first, just one more dance.
Our hair too. <laughs> I don't understand. How is this possible? I don't know. Maybe the super serum? Conditioner? I don't mean our hair. <laughs> I mean this. Me. Old me. It's impossible. Okay. You're friends with an Iron Man, an Ant Man, and a Spider Man. But time travel is where you draw the line. The time stone. Why are you here? Just a quick stop. You gotta remember where you've been to know where you're going. And where am I going? A date with destiny. <laughs> destiny. So we're the hero till the end. Well, that's the thing about endings, Stephen. They can be rewritten. So what's it like sitting down to read yourself a new book? Knowing exactly how it ends You've lost so many friends You've, I've grown so old I'll take that as a sign That you haven't given in I look back on where we've been And I hope it means we Surprise or analyze, steeped in violence, even a little guidance. I'd tell you if I could. Like looking in a cloudy mirror, the future's here, I fear her. It's clearer, the end is growing nearer. Just keep fighting for the good. Ten cents a comet, a tired hero stands upon it. Price we all must pay. But sometimes. 
So 
106.7 FM, streaming from our website and on smart speakers, live and local across the Ribble Valley. Ribble FM News. From the Sky News Centre at 10, it's being reported the future of the car-making industry in the UK will look a bit more secure tomorrow. The firm which owns Jaguar Land Rover is expected to announce it's building a new electric battery gigafactory in the southwest of England. The country's crying out for the sites to help build the new generation of electric vehicles. Motoring journalist Maria McCarthy's hoping firms will be able to source more components from Britain and avoid EU tariffs. Most batteries at the moment have been coming from Asia. But if the UK can create its own batteries, then that will mean that more of the parts are sourced from within the UK and the 10% trade tariff can be avoided. A woman who only last month was jailed for over two years for illegally obtaining abortion tablets to end her pregnancy during a COVID lockdown is being released. Judges decided Carla Foster's case needed compassion, not punishment, and reduced her term to a suspended one. Donald Trump's expecting to face a third criminal investigation. The US President says he's being told he's a target of the federal inquiry into efforts to overturn the 2020 election result. A US soldier has been detained in North Korea after crossing over the heavily armed border. American officials say he did it willfully and without authorization while on a tour of a border village. US Defence Secretary Lloyd Austin says he's concerned about the troops' welfare. We're closely monitoring and investigating the situation and working to notify the soldiers next of kin uh, and engaging to address this incident. England have won the final women's ashes match to tie the series 8-all with Australia. In a rain-affected game at Taunton, the home side won by 69 runs. The Aussies retained the urn as they were the holders coming into the multi-format competition. An Australian sailor who was rescued in the Pacific Ocean after three months adrift with his dog has arrived in Mexico. Tim Shaddock survived on raw fish and rainwater. That's the latest. I'm Faye Rowlands. I mean, Cheeseman, this is All Things Theatrical and Musical Theatre. It's a show called Break a Leg, where we focus on the music more in this hour. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious. If you say it loud enough, you'll always sound precocious. I was afraid to speak, well I was just a lad My father gave me nails a tweet and told me I was bad But then one day I learned a word to say we ain't the nose The, the biggest, biggest word you ever heard and this is how it goes Oh, Jet. When Dukes and Martin Rogers pass a time of day with me, I say me special word and we'll be off me off the tea. Woo! Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious Even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious If you say it loud enough, you'll always sound precocious Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious I'm the little, I'm the lie, I'm the little, I'm the lie, I'm the little, I'm the lie You can say it backwards, which is dosious aliexpialisticexpialidocious But that's going a bit too far, don't you think? So when the cat has got your tongue, there's no need for dismay Better use it carefully or it could change your life. 
for example. Uh, yes? One night I said it to me girl, and now me girl's me wife. Oh, and a lovely thing she is too. <laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious from, of course, Mary Poppins, made way back in the 1960s and written by the Sherman Brothers. Now, you may have heard me mention in the first hour, because uh, we had Winnie the Pooh in the first hour, that uh, the Sherman Brothers, two of the most talented songwriters of all time, their songbook for Disney in particular is just amazing. And I'm going to be playing a few songs here now by the Sherman Brothers back to back. Now, I've got to tell you that I mentioned also in the first hour that I was in America a couple of weeks ago, very, very lucky to be in California, and to have been invited to the Disney Studios on the day when Richard Sherman, the one surviving brother of the two, was celebrating his 97th birthday. And it was my absolute honour. He walked right past me as he came out of his birthday party and I was able to turn to Richard Sherman. It was one of those pinch-me moments. I was shaking and I kid not, and I'm never in awe of people really these days, but I was in awe of Richard Sherman and I said, happy birthday, Richard, and thank you so much for all the great music that you've written and all the great joy that you've given me down the years. And he thanked me. And that meant so much to me. I'm sure he's been told that so many times before by much more important people than me. But to actually be able to interact with him directly and to say thank you meant the absolute world to me. If you don't believe the great songs that he's written down the years, I'm going to play you a few now, back to back, starting with I Want to Be Like You from The Jungle Book. Now I'm the king of the swingers, oh, the jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I want to be a man, man cub, and stroll right into town. And be just like the other men, I'm tired of walking around. Oh, ooby-doo, I want to be like you. I want to walk like you, talk like you, you'll see it's true. And they like me. Come on, clue me what you do. 
give me the power of man's red flower so I can be like you. When you rush around in hopeless circles Searching everywhere for something true You're at the age of not believing When all the make-believe is through When you set aside your childhood heroes And your dreams are lost upon a shelf You're at the age of not believing And worst of all, you doubt yourself You're a castaway where no one hears you On a barren isle in a lonely sea Where did all the happy endings go? Where can all the good times be? You must face the age of not believing Doubting everything you ever knew Until at last you start believing There's something wonderful in you
You're at the age of not believing And worst of all, you doubt yourself You're a castaway where no one hears you On a barren isle in a lonely sea Where did all the happy endings go? Where can all the good times be? You must face the age of not believing Doubting everything you ever knew Until at last you start believing There's something wonderful in you
Feed the Birds from Mary Poppins. Before that, The Age of Not Believing. Bed knobs and Broomsticks and I Want to Be Like You, Jungle Book. Um, the Sherman Brothers were the people who wrote that fantastic music. And Richard Sherman was celebrating his 97th birthday a couple of weeks ago when I was over there in America and very, very lucky to have had the chance to slightly interact with Richard and uh, long may continue. He was, of course, a man who worked with Walt, Walt Disney. And uh, I'm going to play a song called There's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow in just a moment, which is actually just from a ride at Disney. But it was one of the things that started off the relationship between the Sherman Brothers and Walt Disney himself. But just before we play the song in full, here are the Sherman Brothers singing their own song with a few words from Walt at the end. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Sounds pretty good. In fact, that's just the right spirit. a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day there's a great big beautiful tomorrow and tomorrow's just a dream away man has a dream and that's the start he follows his dream with mind and heart when it becomes a reality it's a dream come true for you and me so there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day there's a great big beautiful tomorrow just a dream away from 
Um, the Carousel of Progress, which is at um, Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World in Florida. There's a great big musical, uh, great big beautiful, I should say, tomorrow, which uh, was originally at the World's Fair in New York and started Disney off on his theme park jaunt and cemented the relationship with the brilliant Sherman Brothers. One more song then from the Sherman Brothers uh, in this particular section, and this is the one that absolutely tears me apart. It's the definitive song. It's my favourite from Mary Poppins from the Sherman Brothers. It's called Let's Go Fly a Kite. With tuppence for paper and strings You can have your own set of wings With your feet on the ground You're a bird in flight With your fist holding tight To the string of your kite Oh, let's go fly a kite Up to the highest height Let's go fly a kite And send it soaring Up through atmosphere up where the air is clear oh let's go fly a kite when you send it flying up there all at once you're lighter than air you can dance on the breeze over houses and trees with your fist and tight to the string of your kite I mean, Cheeseman, this is Break a Leg, all things theatrical and musical theatre, focusing in on the music in this hour. And one of the shows I was able to see on Broadway when I was out there a couple of weeks ago was Aladdin, which I'm told is going to be touring the UK later this year and early into 2024. Go see it if you can. It's brilliant. Here's Prince Ali. On your block to meet his eye. Make way, here he comes, ring bells, bang the drum. I hear on a love this guy. Prince Ali, fabulous he, Ali Ababwa. Can you flex, show some respect down on one knee? Now try your best to stay calm, brush up your Sunday salon, and come and meet his spectacular coterie. Prince Ali. Strongest ten regular men, definitely. He faced the galloping hordes. A hundred bad guys with swords. 
Who sent those goons to their lords? Why, Prince Ali? He's got seventy-five golden carats. Don't they look lovely, June? Fabulous, Harry. I love the feathers. When it comes to exotic type mammals, has he got the zoo? I'm telling you, it's a world-class menagerie. Prince Ali, handsome as hell, That's a zig. How can I speak? Wake at the name. Well, get on out in that square. I just about to Lovely to see, and that good people is why he got dolled up and dropped by. Resist the elephants, no much glory. Bears and lions, the president, and mortgages, forty makers, and birds, and waddle on you. I'm gonna become somebody. I don't know how exactly, but I am. I have to. Somehow, proud of your boy. I'll make you proud of your boy. Believe me, bad as I've been, ma, you're in for a pleasant surprise. I've wasted time. I've wasted me. So say I'm slow for my age. A late bloomer. Okay, I agree that I've been. Some sun, some pride, and some joy. But I'll get over these lousing up, messing up, screwing up times. You'll see, ma. Now comes the better part. Someone's gonna make good, cross his stupid heart, make good, and finally make you. That I've been a louse and a loafer. You won't get a fight here, no man. Say I'm a gold brick, a goof off, no good. But that couldn't be all that I am. Water flows under the bridge, let it pass, let it go. There's no good reason that you should believe me, not yet. I know. I wasn't born perfect like Dad or you, Mom. I will try to try hard to make you proud of your boy. Brilliant. 
song called Proud of Your Boy from Aladdin the Musical, the stage version. You don't see it in the film or the animation. And here's another song that you only see in the film live-action version. This is Naomi Scott and Speechless. Here comes a wave meant to wash me away A tide that is taking me under Swallowing sand, I've got nothing to say My voice drowned out in the thunder But I won't cry And I won't start to crumble Whenever they try Can you give me a
and the magic never fails. You got some power in your corner now. Some heavy ammunition in your camp. You got some punch, possess, yahoo, and help. See, all you gotta do is rub that lamp. And I'll say, Mr. Aladdin, sir, will your pleasure be? Let me take your order, shout it down. You ain't never had a friend like me. Now, no, no. Life is your restaurant, and I'm your
as old as time. Thank you, thank you very much. True as it can be, barely even friends. Beauty and look at this stuff, isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the genie who has everything? To the blue corn moon So whether we are white or copper skin I want adventure in the great white Ever just the same Ever a surprise Though he's sitting here Watch out disappear Right before your eyes oh. Yes! stage version of Aladdin that is friend like me if you see it later this year or next year believe me you are in for a treat and that song in particular is fantastic although a whole new world particularly with the special effects on Broadway was out of this world
Ribble FM anytime, anywhere. Download our dedicated smartphone app. Go to ribblefm.com. So you remember when I told you that after we met with the president and did the show, we could take the bus straight up to Syracuse? Oh God, what? Yeah, we can't take the bus straight up to Syracuse. Emilio. We just got invited to a private dinner for Sony. No, when? Tomorrow night. We head to New York right after the show. Look, it's my one night off and I'm exhausted. I can't even... Just tell them we can't go. Baby, listen, it's too big. We have to at least make an appearance. You're going to make me go. Lori. I'm going to make you go. I hate you. I hate you. I know. I love you. I know. You're playing and singing so beautifully. Anything for you before that rhythm is going to get you from Get On Your Feet, the biopic of the brilliant Gloria Estefan, who was at, uh, that show was at Manchester's, it's either at the Opera House or the Palace, I can't remember now, but a couple of years ago, I thought it was brilliant. Two more songs from this show, Get On Your Feet, the musical, If I Ever Get To Tell You, and then to finish a mega mix. If you're in a show this week, or you're going to go and watch one, break a leg. I'm Ian Cheeseman. See you same time next week. Anything for you, though you're not here. Since you said we're through, it seems like years. Time keeps dragging on. through and through 
the spotlight okay but that's where you have to be so just just imagine that you're not shy imagine that you're already a star don't be this Gloria be another one and sing it to me okay you just sing it to me imagine that I'm the shy one Shh. it's me it's mommy I'm here If I never got to tell you There's no way I could be prouder Of the life that you've created All the ways that you have grown If I never got to tell you You are my life I would say it ever louder From the first day you were in, in my life You've been a blessing And I need you to know Life can change so quickly Don't think that you are Until it's too late, forever we run out. 
Superstar Gloria Estefan is about to enter an extremely complex spinal fusion surgery, which reportedly could last as long as nine hours. A press conference is scheduled for this evening, at which time we should find out whether or not the procedure was indeed successful.
FM streaming from our website and on smart speakers live and local across the Ribble Valley Ribble FM 